The opinions expressed by Karen Scott Mims and the guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this podcast platform. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information that's considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risks and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategy as mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor whom you have specifically retained to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject's covered. Investment advisory services are offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harper Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Brookstone Capital Management. Most people simply ignore taxation through the four phases of your wealth. Instead of understanding the three tax buckets, you arrive at retirement with a huge 401k in the tax-deferred bucket and ignore the taxable and, most importantly, the tax-free bucket. How can the middle-class millionaire, average Joe and Jane, be so unprepared about how to protect their wealth using tax loopholes like the wealthy one percenters do? Easy. Welcome to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. This is a show about tax-free wealth. Financial advisors sell rate of return. Annuity salesmen sell what else? Annuities. And part-time tax preparers sell a 1040 to submit on April 15th. But the real goal is to implement strategic tax planning. We invite you to take the journey and explore the path to the 0% tax bracket. It's time to divorce Uncle Sam from your wealth. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, we have a really interesting show for you today. Our show is entitled, Who's Better for My Portfolio, Trump or Biden? Yep, that's right. That is the single question that has been posed by Sam and Susie, our middle-class millionaires, and their next-door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane. And so, I know what you think. You think that I am going to spend the entire time talking about the performance of the stock market. So kind of like, what happens when we have a Republican president? What's the performance? Versus what's the performance when we have a Democratic president? I mean, we could even get more detailed. And certainly I could say, well, what about if there was a Republican president, but a Democratic-led Senate or a Republican president with a Republican-led Senate. Oh my goodness gracious, I could even switch things around and say, what if we had a Democratic president with a Democratic Senate? What about a Democratic president with a Republican-led Senate? Stop. Can I suggest to you that we shall talk about none of that? Because in many ways, it's not relevant until we understand the deficiencies in the portfolio itself. So in other words, here's my position. It makes no sense to ask you whether or not you want syrup or jelly on your pancakes when there is a dead fly sitting on top of the stack. 
that's what I said. However, there is one thing that I want to understand before I start to have this conversation with both Sam and Susie, our middle-class millionaires, and their next-door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane, also, by the way, middle-class millionaires. So when they say, quote, portfolio, am I to assume that they mean the stock market? And when they, quote, say stock market, am I to assume that they're talking about stocks? And when they, quote, say stocks, am I assume that they are talking about ownership in an individual corporation? So unfortunately, the answer is no. Because like most of the other 99%, I have to say that both Sam and Susie and average Joe and Jane have a very simple balance sheet. That's a problem. But anyway, whereby the largest asset is the QEP, the Qualified Employer Plan. So I know Sam and Susie have a million dollars in a 401k. And I know you're saying, wait a minute, Karen, you have always stated that a 401k is an individual plan that is owned by an individual owner. Okay, if you want to go by the actual statement, I agree with you. It's only Susie's name and only average Jane's name that appear on the statement. But sadly, or perhaps joyfully, um, if you're looking at it from the vantage point of Sam and Average Joe, they sleep soundly at night, knowing that as smart, intelligent, and fiercely independent as both Susie and Average Jane are, they are completely powerless to make any decision whatsoever to remove a single penny of the million dollars that they each have in their portfolio without the consent and signature of either Sam or Average Joe. There is no law, there is no court that is going to either support or sustain them should they even attempt to challenge this. And you are probably saying, how can that be, right? Well, what you don't see on the statement are two things, right? First, you don't see the ERISA or ERISA type rule that say a couple of different things, right? The loudest thing, though, that those rules say is that your spouse is not only your required beneficiary, he is also your co-owner of the account. Yes, even though he is not a co-contributor, he is a co-owner on the account. So Susie and Average Jane's mind right about now is about to explode, right? Um, but that's okay. Our Wealth Women in Power session is coming up for them. But anyway, okay. So um, should either or both, right, um, Susie or Average Jane, um, should this have been something that they were informed about, right? Would it have made a difference on whether or not they participated? Maybe yes, maybe no. Is it a fact, though, regardless of whether or not it would have made a difference about whether they participated or even if it wouldn't have changed their mind, is that something that they should have known? Absolutely, right? Um, and so, yeah, okay. But whose job is it to educate Susie and Average Joe 
I'm sorry, Average Jane, about the tax laws, about ERISA, a term I'm certain that they've never heard of before, right? Um, and whose job is it, quite honestly, to be concerned about their financial literacy in this DIY, do-it-yourself wealth management world of 401ks, 403bs, and TSPs, right? So I kind of think that the problem is that they both lack, right, as many people in the 99% do, right? They lack the exposure, they lack the education, and so can I just, by the way, bring to light one other observation that I have? Well, the other name that is um, missing from that statement is that of the IRS, So I want to be clear, it would be quite erroneous not to acknowledge the 60-40 split. 60% of those funds, right, belong to average Joe and Jane, I hate to say that, um, and belong to, right, Sam and Susie. 60% of the funds belong to the couples, 40% belong to the IRS. So that is only, though, because they, like a lot of people, right, have followed what I call the traditional path. Um, And so it's the path of having tax-deferred money. And if you have tax-deferred money, both our federal government and the wealthy 1%, they rely on. I would even say they hope and pray, but I'm not even going to use the terms hope and pray because they don't even have to exert that much pressure. It is that fact that they rely on, right, the fact that the 99% will automatically follow this traditional path. They will put money into a tax-deferred account, i.e. through the Qualified Employer Plan. That is where they will build all of their retirement nest egg. They will, of course, younger than 59 and a half have no access to it, right? 59 and a half to 72, they will have voluntary access. And at 72, that's when the required, hence the term required minimum distribution, access will start. And so I'm going to say to you, I would like for this to take a bit of a different turn. So I'm sorry, I digressed. But I have to. Sometimes I have to digress. If I'm going to be your financial literacy advocate, right, then I thought it was more important to educate you about that aspect of the portfolio and to stop focusing so much, just take a minor deviation from the rate of return perspective. But I digress. But let me get back on track. Well, by the way, as a reminder, you are listening to Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, estate planner, accountant, and certainly my favorite role, private wealth and tax advisor. So as always, our discussion is about the concept of tax-free wealth. Our two couples that we're dealing with are Average Joe and Jane and Sam and Susie, right, are middle-class millionaires. And of course, I would have to say to you that if this kind of so far has generated some questions for you, don't hesitate to give me a call. My number is 866-621-6660. Again, that number is 866-621-6660. If you'd like to send an email, you can always send an email to info at taxsmarttaxzero.com. Again, that's info at taxsmarttaxzero.com. If you have decided, my goodness, just based on this alone, that it's time to have a 15-minute tax 
strategy session, complimentary by the way, be happy to do so. Once again, my number is 866-621-6660. And I will say to you that um, it's your end. If you would like to go through our year-end tax planning course, yes, it's absolutely free. Once again, you can give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660 because in our mind, the tax return is due December 31st, not April 15th. And that's because we do tax planning 365 days a year. We believe the idea is to escape the the tax code, escape the surprise that you're going to have on April 15th. And so again, the tax return deadline is actually December 31st. In our mind, let's have that all done by December 31st so that we can actively engage in tax planning Anything that's going to be a problem, let's resolve it by December 31st while we're in that same year. But anyway, okay. So again, our show for today is entitled, Who's Better for My Portfolio, Trump versus Biden. So with that being said, I want to, for a second, just kind of go back to what Sam and Susie and Average Joe and Jane wanted to focus on. The whole idea of that money has to be transferred into wealth and that has to be transferred into generational wealth. Now, we talked a little bit, right, about the qualified employer plan, right? And so again, the qualified employer plan mandates that you choose from a handful of different mutual funds. And to be clear, you own a share of the mutual fund. You don't own a share of the company itself. But with that being said, what if we interjected a bit of diversification on two different levels. One, on the type of account itself, and number two, in the type of investment itself, right? Because here's the deal. We are so used to measuring by a single one-dimensional criteria, right? We never imagine going outside of the box. But if you are a regular listener of our show, right, you know that that's what we do. We are talking about and we believe in tax planning from a creative standpoint, albeit one that is legally, ethically, and morally designed to divorce and disinherit the IRS. And so with that being said, let me ask a question. Okay, so my question becomes, what about if we said we're going to take that million dollars, what if it were organized a little differently? So what if we could organize it? And here's the question. What if we said we could organize it such that we'll take $350,000 and we'll purchase a primary residence. And we'll sit there and bet that that primary residence is going to increase, right? We think that, oh my goodness gracious, in 10 years, it's going to double, it's gonna be ever so exciting. But in reality, that primary residence might increase or decrease. And certainly if Cory Booker is going to be your neighbor, it might even decrease. Okay, but anyway. So, but what if instead we had the $350,000 And we didn't have any expectation of growth, right? But that property was going to be occupied by someone who was, right, i.e. the tenant, who was going to pay $3,000 a month in rent. And that was going to increase by 5% each year. So, okay, that seems to be a scenario in which the investment is not a mutual fund, right? Um, The value is not necessarily tied, as we can see, to the increase, right, in the purchase, right, the the principal itself, and that we see from this example, it's possible to have a greater return 
by something other than the increase, right, in that original purchase price. And so in this case, right, the growth of the initial investment wasn't even the most important factor. That's pretty powerful. What if, though, we said instead we were going to have the $350,000, we were going to use another investment in which the investment, the $350,000, wasn't so much going to increase by some astronomical amount. What if it just increased by 3%? But what if that income was never subject to taxation? And what if Sam and Susie and Average Joe and Jane were actually in a 35% tax bracket? So even though it's only going to increase by 3%, but it's not going to be subject to the 35% tax bracket that they're in, haven't I found value in this account as well by something other than rate of return? Yes, I would say I have. Okay, so in the last few minutes that I have left, let me say this. Imagine this thing called the tax code. And so think of the tax code as a set of a thousand different blocks. Here's the basic question. Why are we not asking the question, how can I combine the blocks, i.e. strategize, to result in tax-free wealth? Because I can tell you, that that basic question, um, that's a question that the person who paid 0% in taxes for nearly two decades, except for the two years in which he paid $750 in taxes, that's a definite question that he asks every single day, right? And that is a focus that he has from January 1st all the way through December 31st, right? And so again, what if I did so throughout the year so that on December 31st of every year, my strategy was complete. My tax return was complete. My strategy was complete. I had increased my wealth and I had decreased my taxes, right? Tax-free wealth, much like the tax code, is hiding in plain sight, waiting for you to claim it, waiting for you to embrace the concept of zero is my hero. In case, right, in case you're wondering, what is this all about? As a reminder, you, of course, are listening to Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, affectionately known as your tax ESQ. We are talking about not just tax-free wealth. We are talking about a 0% tax bracket, 0% income tax bracket, 0% capital gains bracket, 0% excise tax, 0% estate planning tax, and 0% inheritance tax. So, With our last few minutes that we have left, I remind you that this is about, and my advice would be how to president-proof your portfolio. So any funds that you have in the tax-deferred account, they are always going to be subject to Congress deciding to increase the tax rate and deciding when you have to take that money out. And so it's not just that they are going to do that. That's what they do because the foundation of the economy is built on the fact that the government will overspend and to generate revenue in the taxes that they need for overspending, they are going to tax the qualified employer plans much like the 401k, the 403b, the TSP, and even when you take it to a traditional IRA. So capital gains rates, I'll say this, capital gains rates are traditionally different and they're lower But as we see in the Biden proposal, that's about to change. So with all that being said, 
What are you going to do about it? Sam and Susie and Average Joe and Jane asked a very simple question. Who's better for my portfolio, Trump or Biden? Well, I wanted them to think a little bit about their portfolio because our plan that we're putting together for them is how to president-proof your portfolio. If that's something you're interested in, let's sit down and right start the conversation. Our number here is 866-621-6660. Again, that number is 866-621-6660. If you want to send an email, send an email certainly to info at taxsmarttaxzero.com. I absolutely encourage you to visit our website, taxsmarttaxzero.com. And in our last minute that I have left with you, let me say this. It's year-end. It's time for year-end tax planning. We obviously have a very different approach to that. We have a very different level of importance that we assign to it. And I would suggest to you that if you seriously want to find yourself with tax-free wealth and to find yourself in the 0% tax bracket, I would suggest that you consider attending our end-of-year, year-end tax planning course. Once again, it's free. You can certainly always go to the website. You can always text us. But for this particular event, I would ask that you give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660. So here's the deal. The tax code is written in pencil, but it's written in English. But it's a kind of English that you don't quite understand. So you need an interpreter if you are actually going to be on that journey to tax-free wealth. I would say to you, let us act as your interpreter because, again, I go back to the original question. How do I put the pieces of these blocks together, right? Let's just imagine that the tax code is a set of a 1,000 blocks. How do I put the pieces, the blocks together in order to, i.e., strategize, right, to result in tax-free wealth? I say to you, tax-free wealth starts right now. Our number is 866-621-6660. If not now, when? If not you, who? Okay. My name is Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my absolute favorite role, private wealth and tax advisor. So thank you so much for joining Barbara, if you've joined us, get back to work. This concludes another episode of the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. Get ready to create tax-free wealth and start on the path to the 0% tax bracket. To receive your Tax Smart Tax Zero toolkit, you can reach us by telephone at 866-621-6660 or text the word TAX to 301-900-5758 or send an email to tax at taxsmarttaxzero.com. Want to attend our virtual seminar, Guide to Tax Minimization, Estate Planning, and Passive Real Estate Income? Text the word SEMINAR to 301-900-5758. Send an email to seminar at taxmarttaxzero.com and we'll register you and also keep you updated of all future virtual seminar dates and times. Don't forget to visit taxmarttaxzero.com 
and on our YouTube channel. There, you can like us and subscribe to learn more about our tax study group, Zero is My Hero, or attend our upcoming webinars. Follow us on Facebook, and as always, sign up for our monthly tax newsletter and divorce Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your wealth. Join us next week for another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. Thank you.